Good morning. Zach Blackerby here with you and joining me now in studio, Colonel David Moore. Good morning, Colonel. How are you? Good morning. I'm awesome. Thank you for having me. Of course. I really appreciate uh, appreciate your time. So you reached out a few weeks ago when we kind of had our introduction there. Um, you have a proposal put together about uh, renaming Fort Rucker um, to, to Fort Davis. Is There's that right? Two proposals. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My bad. I've got the, the wrong one on top here. Renaming Fort Benning to Fort Moore. And Fort right. Rucker is Fort Davis. Yes. Sure. Absolutely. All right. So uh, before we jump into the, the details of all of that, kind of give us an introduction of, uh, of who yeah. you are and then why is this important to you? Uh, thank you for having me again. Of course. Uh, I'm, I'm Colonel Retired Dave Moore. I'm the fifth child of Lieutenant General Hal and Julie Moore, a longtime Auburn residents who uh, passed in 2004, 2017, respectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, uh, I, my career uh, was 27 years in the Army. I spent 10 years in the infantry, followed by many other engineering kinds of assignments. So my association as an officer began... Uh, very, very early at Fort Benning, and Fort Benning is in the family's blood. Uh, my father was an infantryman, uh, began his career uh, at, at Fort Benning, and, and so did I, and we had multiple assignments there. Uh, I retired in 2011, came down here. I'm a leadership coach and project manager cool. and uh, have been enjoying the Auburn life uh, ever since. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. So Fort Benning, not too far from here, I think a lot of people know um – know its whereabouts and all that, mm-hmm. maybe not the history and things tied to that. So what's the reasoning of wanting to rename Fort Benning to Fort Moore? Well, first of all, uh, a lot of people are caught off guard that uh, this is now a federal law. So at the last passage of the National Defense Authorization Act, renaming uh, monuments and bases that uh, have been named for Confederate leaders uh, to something else is now federal law. Uh, so that, that train has left the station. Okay. Uh, and given that, we've had a few people reach out to us, and we've seen a few articles saying uh, that something should be named for Hal Moore uh, and his service uh, to the nation. Uh, his, uh, he wrote a, a New York Times bestseller, We Were Soldiers Once and Young, mm. and uh, that book was reflected in the movie of the early 2000s uh, by Mel Gibson, We Were Soldiers. Right. Uh, but we felt that uh, if we are going to rename bases, we we ought to create the opportunity for something better uh, and something larger than what we have in terms of just giving it a name. Uh, And and what we really felt is that Hal Moore was really nothing without Julie Moore. They were the ultimate command team. Uh, And by recognizing Hal and Julie Moore, uh, what we recognize is the importance of the home front as well as the battlefront. Right, the the spouses that that stay at yeah. home and take care of things at home. While um, I mean that's a huge sacrifice as well. Yes, it is. It's it's monstrous, and, and a soldier's success uh, is dependent upon his family's well-being and and success as well. So here's an opportunity uh, by renaming Fort Benning as Fort Moore to honor Army families and Army what we call the command team, Mm -hmm. Uh, the command team being that Army family and the unique and special contribution of Army spouses to a soldier's success. Sure, sure. So how often do bases get renamed? Never. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I didn't expect it uh, to be often. Right. Yeah, absolutely never. And and the initial reaction, we we just started this effort a few months ago, uh, and the proposals that I've put in front of you have been submitted to what we call the Naming Commission 
the naming commission consists of eight members appointed by uh, representatives as well as by the Secretary of Defense. So right here in Al- Auburn, Congressman Mike Rogers, uh, given his position on the uh, Armed yeah. Services Committee, he appointed Austin Scott. Uh, so he had a vested interest and appointed Austin Scott. And this naming commission is charged to produce recommendations no later than October of 22 on how to rename federal monuments, uh, bases, and, and other uh, other entities that are federal property uh, that are formally named for Confederate leaders. Have you had conversations personally with with Congressman Rogers, and if so, how have they gone? I've uh, contacted his local staff, and they have passed uh, the proposal forward to Congressman Rogers. I know he has seen it. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've also had conversations with local representative uh, Joe LaVorne here Mm -hmm. as well, and he's a strong supporter. I I think with Mike Rogers, uh, he he has appointed Austin Scott, and he doesn't want to kind of uh, skew the process. What, what about point. reaching out to Austin Scott? Is that, has that happened? We have. We've reached out to his office, and they said they've passed it forward as well. Okay. Uh, the proposal, as I stated, is with the Naming Commission. So we know that the Naming Commission has seen both of these proposals. The, as we have uh, read the press releases of the Naming Commission, we know they're going to come visit the bases. Uh, we know that's going to happen uh, sometime probably in the next month, maybe two months. Uh, they're going to get on the ground, assess the situation, uh, and help them understand even how you go about this process. Sure. It's, it, they've even got to figure out, well, how do we even evaluate it? What's the population uh, that is involved here? We know there are 10 Army federal bases that yeah. are involved, uh, Fort Rucker, Fort Benning, and over in Fort Gordon, and there's others as well around the, the United States. Uh, but once you get that population, how do you even come to some type of uh, evaluating process? Right. And so we've recommended an evaluating process as well. And uh, just continue to, in the end, want to convey that lifting up Hal and Julie Moore as representative of the commitment of the command team is something that can move America in a good direction. Sure. We're joined this morning by Colonel David Moore. We will continue this very interesting conversation in just a moment. Colonel David Moore joining us this morning. We're talking about the proposal of changing the name to Fort Benning, renaming it Fort Moore in honor of Hal Moore and Julia Moore, like you mentioned um, last segment, Colonel. But uh, if you would, give me some education around the history of Fort Benning. I know it's it's, it's kind of become a landmark because it's not too far from here, obviously, and, you know, folks just kind of, you know, call it Fort Benning, but... Until I started the conversation with you, I've never really thought, like, okay, well, yeah, who is this yeah. Benning guy? You know, what, what's, what's the history of all this? So, well, yeah, please take us through that if you will. I will. And, and also, uh, why does it matter to Alabama? If you are airborne qualified, you have dropped from a perfectly good airplane and landed in Alabama soil. Sure. Fort Lee, Friar Drop Zone are all on the Alabama side. So there is uh, physical property of Fort Benning in Alabama, and that's why I also believe Alabama has a stake in the renaming. Now, now for Benning, Henry Benning uh, was a, uh, a leader of the, uh, the community in, in Columbus and, and in Georgia, a lawyer. Uh, he uh, became a Confederate leader uh, and fought in multiple battles in the Civil War and afterwards uh, came home and continued to, uh, to build a business uh, in Georgia. Now, fundamentally, uh, you know, Benning as a leader was a very active supporter of secession. 
uh, not only secession from the Union, but Georgia's secession from the Confederacy. Uh, very, very ardent secessionist and also a very ardent supporter of slavery. Mm -hmm. And the continuation of slavery is the core economic foundation of the Confederacy. Uh, and those are, are the fundamental qualities he fought for against uh, the Union right. and, and for the segregation of the United States at that sure. time. I know over the last year there's been a lot of talk about renaming things, renaming monuments, and maybe not a, a whole lot of talk about renaming bases, but I think it falls into the same kind of conversation and thought process. Has there been success with any of that in the past you know, year or so as people have kind of pushed that? There's not that I know of. I mean, yeah. it, it, I wouldn't say there's been no success. I don't think there's been a real effort, at least that I'm aware of. There may have been. From my personal experience, I began my association as an infantry officer at Fort Benning in 1982, went to airborne school, came back, infantry, ranger, uh, all those sorts of courses. And, and frankly, I never gave a second thought to who Benning was. Right. Uh, we, we knew uh, the correlation that uh, basically southern bases were named for Confederate leaders mm. as a general rule. Uh, and we just generally didn't think about it, uh, didn't accept it. Uh, so when you look at renaming these things, the initial reaction is from a, a history and emotional perspective is don't change it. It's what it's what we know. Mm -hmm. uh, but when you take a hard look at that and you look at what America needs to be uh, and, and where we want to go as a nation and you look at the qualities of, of some of these leaders in terms of uh, being slave owners, in terms of actively supporting that as an economic system in terms of actively uh, and actively supporting the segregation of the union, the mm -hmm. dissolution of the union, and taking up arms right. against the states. If you knew that, would you name a base for that kind of person today? Right. And the answer is obviously no. So now that we know that, the idea is not let's cancel the culture, let's learn from that, and then how can we grow? Right. And that's really what these two proposals are seeking to do is is find a way to create the opportunity for America to grow culturally as a result of this law. Colonel David Moore joining us this morning. You mentioned the two proposals. We've talked pretty much all only about one so far. The other is renaming Fort Rucker to Fort Davis. Tell us, um, yeah. tell yeah. us about uh, General Davis, if you would. General Davis, uh, Fort Rucker, uh, down in Enterprise, Alabama, the home of Army Aviation. Uh, General Davis uh, became a leader despite extreme racism uh, from the day he walked into West Point uh, in 1936 uh, throughout his career. He, he displayed uh, personal integrity, perseverance, and grit throughout his career uh, and achieved uh, senior leadership in the Air Force. I really like General Davis, and the family likes General Davis because of his roots in the Army Air Corps. Yeah. Uh, he began over at Fort Benning but quickly shifted over to Tuskegee and became one of the initial uh, leaders of the Tuskegee Airmen, cool. led the 99th Squadron in World War II, part of the Red Tails. So we bring all that Alabama heritage along with General Davis. And I think that could be a tremendous value to the state, is by naming uh, Fort Rucker after General Benjamin O. Davis, Jr. His father actually was the first uh, general officer in the U.S. Army. He was a cavalryman. Wow. Uh, but we, we reconnect the Army with our Army Air Corps roots. Uh, we reconnect Alabama with Tuskegee. And we enhance the stature of Rucker by connecting that uh, with a, a leader who first and foremost demonstrated uh, 
personal integrity and values that you want to see if you're going to pursue a renaming effort. Is the process for this renaming the same as you know renaming um, renaming Fort Benning? Yes. Even though different states, but it's federal, so it's all the same thing. There, there's one naming commission uh, okay. that I mentioned, and they right. are they are charged to look at the totality. Of, of what is to be adjusted uh, and what is to be renamed. So it actually it comes down to Navy ships, uh, USS Antietam, right. uh, you know, Confederate victory. So there's a lot of things they have to look at. And these are the two that I, I believe are, are close to home, and that's why we focus on, on these here as well. So, Colonel, what's the realistic next step for this process? Well, the realistic next step is uh, to get the naming commission uh, well, uh, what we have done mm-hmm. uh, is presented these proposals. The, the realistic next step is a bit out of our hands. The Naming Commission's got to figure yeah. out how do we even evaluate this, how do we even look at it, and, and what is the impact to the community. I, I, I work at Fort Benning, uh, and, and you can drive all over Columbus, and you see signs that say Fort Benning, Fort Benning, Fort Benning. Sure. Uh, you go into Ranger Joe's and the Cav store, and you see memorabilia, Fort Benning, Fort Benning. There's, there's a lot of second, third, fourth, fifth order impacts to renaming. And I think the Naming Commission needs to understand, number one, how to implement the law, and then number two, what is the real cost mm-hmm. of implementing this. Sure. Absolutely. We're joined this morning by Colonel David Moore. We will wrap up our conversation in just a moment right here on Auburn Opelika this morning. Final few minutes of this hour of Auburn Opelika this morning. We're joined by Colonel David Moore. Talk about the proposals in place uh, to rename Fort Benning to Fort Moore and Fort Rucker to Fort Davis. Uh, All right, so how can folks get involved with something like this? Is that they kind of heard your story and mm-hmm. looked into this, and it's like, yeah, I think he's got some good points. I want to kind of get behind this. How can they do that? For our proposals, we have established fortmore.com. My brother Steve is a webmaster wizard extraordinaire. That's nice to know somebody oh, like that. Oh, he, he stood it right up. Uh, he, he is a tremendous asset within the family. So go to fortmore.com. And that's uh, more with an E, M-O-O-R-E. Dot com. Yep. And you can read our proposal is submitted to the Naming Commission. You can review the life of Hal and Julie Moore. And we also have a tab in there for Fort Davis. Fort Davis is actually a, uh, a location in Texas, so we couldn't establish a separate site for Davis. But you'll find the Fort Davis piece there. And what you can do is sign our petition. We have a petition of over a 1,000 some odd names okay. right now, and we periodically convey to those folks who sign up for our email list the current status of, of what is going on. And that's how... Uh, you certainly can stay informed. Is there a goal? Stay involved. Is there a goal for how many people you guys would like signatures from? Oh, just as many as, as possible. As many as possible. Yeah, yeah but but there, there's a there's a, a key aspect of this, and within the proposal, we have uh, some support of some senior leaders, such as General David Petraeus, General H.R. McMaster, and his wife Kathleen. What we really are looking for now, and Kathleen is helping us with this, is to bring in. Uh, veteran spouse group. So we're reaching out to the National Military Family Association. We're reaching out to the Blue Star, Gold Star Family Association. Let them know this is their opportunity uh, to have some advocacy uh, via a base renaming effort. Uh, and that's one of the, uh, the activities that we're seeking. So if anyone is connected to any spouse group 
associated with veterans whatsoever, we'd certainly love to hear from you. Sure, absolutely. Well, I really appreciate you reaching out and uh, you know uh, having this conversation. We got about a minute or so left. Is there anything uh, about this topic that we haven't touched on, or something we need to circle back to real quick? I think the key takeaway is that once you get over the idea of the base renaming as law, that now what we really have is an opportunity to grow America, mm-hmm. uh, to grow our diversity, to grow our culture, to to build something better than what we were before. And we believe these two proposals uniquely do that. Number one is to army honor the Army family, uh, and number two is to honor a, an, an Alabama-associated uh, leader from the Army Air Corps. What I would like to finalize, I guess, conclude with is sure. – uh, from a spouse perspective, it's two things. There's the battlefront and the home front, uh, and these things are going to be much, much more integrated with social media in the future, and resiliency is needed on both sides. And the Howland Julie Moore proposal provides that opportunity to bring those together and make those a national priority. Colonel David Moore joining us. Thank you so much for your time, and thank you so much for, uh, for your service. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. That does it for today's edition of Auburn Opelika this morning. We will be back Monday at 6 o'clock. Have a fantastic day, everyone, and get back to work.